This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to another episode. I'm Jeff, joined by uh, Alex and Scott. Say hi, guys. What's up? Hello. And we have a special guest today, Brian. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Brian. <laughs> Brian is another one of our friends slash relatives. I'll let you guess who he's related to, but um, here yeah. we go. <laughs> he's, a, uh, he's a nerd like all of us. Maybe not like all of us. He does think that episode one is the best Star Wars movie ever made. <laughs> At least he did right after the screening of Midnight. <laughs> Delirious. <laughs> All right, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the final scene of The Godfather. And uh, Scott, since this was your scene, I'll let you uh, get started. Okay, I've been waiting to talk about this one. Uh, it, it's the it kind of it's cool because it's uh, it ties together the entire movie together in just one scene. Everything kind of builds to that moment. Uh, I talked a little bit before about this on one of the other podcasts, but it it changes uh, kind of the whole dynamic of the story at the very end because all of a sudden the audience is K. You're wondering whether there's any good left in Michael, whether he actually was capable of doing these horrible things. And K walks up to him and asks him, you know, did he kill uh, Carlo? And... He says, no, it's none of your business. And then finally he relents and says, just this one time, I'll let you ask about my business. And she asks him again, and he says, no, I had nothing to do with it. So he tells her the truth, right? <laughs> or the opposite <laughs> of the truth. Oh. Uh, also known as a lie. What? Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and it's, it's that moment. It, it's, it's just kind of a chilling moment uh, where, where kind of all along you wonder – you know, what, is Michael doing all these things because he feels he has to, or is he really kind of this thuggish, evil character? And then, while you're wondering all these things, Kay walks down the the hallway and turns around to watch um, everybody greet him as the new Don. The guy kisses his hand, and then one of his goons closes the door, and the door is basically again uh, closing the door on not just Kay but the audience, uh, us. Um, it, it's just really kind of a perfect scene. Um, and just there, there couldn't have been a better way to end that movie, um, even with all the other you know extremely awesome stuff that happened in it. So yeah, it's just uh, great, great scene, uh, great character beats. And yeah, I was gonna say, and she sells it too, right? When he says no, she hundred percent believes him at that moment. Yeah, the, right? you can the, see the, she light her, she lights up, she kind of smiles as she walks away. Yeah, the relief is palpable, and then it slowly just drains away. Yeah, then like five seconds later, she's like, what? Yeah, it's just very, very chilling. Uh, so, um, I mean, there's so many great scenes in that movie. Um, we could probably base a lot of these episodes around the, the different scenes. But, uh, and then it, this kind of ties in directly to the end of The Godfather 2, um, 
yeah. where again, you know, is, is Michael doing all this stuff because he feels like he has to protect his family? Or is again he's just addicted to the power and that's that's who he is. He's the he's the Don. And uh, you know, Fredo comes back and he goes out on the fishing boat and just kinda cuts back and forth between the two of them. Then you just you hear it all happens off screen and you hear the gunshot. I'm and, smart, Michael. I'm smart. Yeah, I can I'm do s- things. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. scene. Yeah, the you know, the you broke my heart. It's uh another just completely chilling scene. And and this is back when, you know, Pacino was the top of his game. Uh you know, he basically became famous doing those movies. So yeah, those I mean those two movies, uh you're just fantastic endings. Well The Godfather two had the the kind of cool little thing after that where the whole family got together and Godfather three. Uh, oh wait, that's not cool. Okay. So uh, although you know the it's whole helicopter scene ruins it. Yeah, that that kind of takes you out of the yeah the the Godfather's were never about the action and there was like two or three action scenes in that movie like there was the the horse chase where Andy Garcia is like on a horse for some reason I don't remember <laughs> what does he say Zaza what, what is it? Joe, Joey Zaza those are uh, my my two well I have one more um, mobster movie we'll see if anybody else has to or wants to throw on one of theirs yeah, um, mobsters. No, I actually okay, I'm gonna sidetrack here for a second. <laughs> I actually watched Mobsters the other night after having watched Gangster Squad. Um Is that like Monster Squad? Not not quite the same thing. <laughs> uh although they <laughs> the Monster Squad had a bunch of people in ridiculous makeup. Gangster Squad had uh Sean Penn in ridiculous makeup. So they had that in common. The huts uh, are gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sean Penn dressed up as Mickey Cohen. He he looked like a character out of Dick Tracy, like the prune face or something. It was it, it was kind of hard to take him seriously in that movie. I can't say I recommend either one of those movies, by the way. Um, anyways, uh, there was I don't know if you guys saw Bronx Tale, which which did have De Niro, but he was uh, not a gangster or a mobster in that movie. Actually, he was Jackie kind Chan of was in this guy. one, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the sequel. Was oh. his uncle in that movie too? <laughs> uncle, uncle, uncle. Uh, uh, tiger. <laughs> Rumble of the Bronx Tale, dude. Let's make that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think Jackie Chan's up to much these days. I'm sure he'll be up for it. Uh, so there, there's, there's a great scene, and I wish I'd come up with this when I was doing my my list for the for the screwed moments. They're in uh, like Tribeca or something like that in New York, uh, the, the Italian part of town, and uh, or pro- probably the Bronx actually. What with it being in the title of the movie and all. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, so there, there's this bar, and the, the movie takes place, you know, in the uh, late '50s, early '60s. Um, <laughs> there he goes. There's a bar, and these these bikers roll in, and all the you know the Italian uh, mobsters, all the the goombas, they're all dressed in suits and ties, and you know these bikers come in dressed in their biker gear, and uh, they tell them no, you can't have a drink in here, he's not dressed well. And then Chaz Palminteri walks in, he's the the head mobster, and he says, is there a problem? And the the bikers say, no, we just want a couple drinks. And to which Palminteri says, okay, like spoken like a gentleman, you guys have a couple drinks and then, you know, you can get out of here. The guy says, okay, 
two seconds later, the bikers get their drinks, and they start wrecking the bar. They start spraying the, the beer bottle all over the place. Palminteri comes back. Palminteri uh, asks him to leave again. Bikers tell him to go fuck himself. So he asks him one more time to leave, and they say, uh, fuck off again. So all you see is Palminteri walk off to the corner. He closes the door and locks it, walks over to the gangsters and says, now you can't leave. And then goes on the, for the camera, panning all the way across, and the bikers just, their jaws drop because they realize just how fucked they are. And just out of the woodworks, all these, all these mooks come in with like baseball bats and just beat the everything shit out of these bikers. Um, I, I recommend the movie on that scene alone. Uh, Are we so. allowed to say mooks? <laughs> is that a is no. that a non PC thing? Uh, I think class. Well, the we Lion King cartoon that we'll check. We'll check, it, we'll check it post because I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's it fine. If not, you can send all your complaints to Scott <laughs> Swilhelm at gmail.com. dot <laughs> <laughs> have that on post, right? <laughs> So yeah, let's let's uh, let's throw it over to our guest. Um, I know he came up with at least a couple of these, uh, Brian. Yeah, so I have a couple of great uh, ending movie ending scenes. So the first one is um, actually Batman. The first one with Michael Keaton, not the first one, but yeah, I guess it's the first movie. And uh, obviously, it kind of ends with the famous quote: "He gave us a signal." And Batman's sitting up there, uh, perched up on top of the, um, I don't know, a build, you know, on top of the building, the Danny Elfman music's going off. Yeah, I think Danny, that was, Danny Elfman makes that scene. Yeah, that music it's is really amazing. cool. And he's sitting up there, kind of looking over Gotham. I thought that was really awesome. Um, the other one, <laughs> I think this is the best one ever, actually, is the end of Rocky Three, when Apollo... Oh and Rocky are actually in the ring and Apollo is kind of ding ding uh, yeah exactly he's going it's like you know I taught you I taught you a couple things but you know I didn't teach you everything and then he goes I didn't hear the bell ring and they go ding ding and that music kind of I forgot kind of how it goes but it just kind of ramps up and it ends with them both kind of punching each other right in the face yeah there was yeah Apollo had a great line leading up to that the you you fight great, but I'm a great fighter. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that is a good line. It's pretty cool. And yeah. Southpaw versus Righty, so their arms are like passing each other as about to hit each other in the face. Yeah, and that I think cool. that was the first one where uh, Stallone was fully shaved and oiled too. So <laughs> <laughs> so compared to Carl Weathers, they're just like <laughs> they got hosed down with tanning spray before they got in the ring. And you know what? That might be the only Rocky movie that doesn't end with the shot of him in the ring after the fight. Is that true or not? He's in a ring. Mm-hmm. But you know, like after the main event, not like a practice right. bout. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Well, in, yeah. the, in the Rocky Balboa, he walks out of the ring. So, okay. <laughs> right. Hey, that movie's good. <laughs> it is good, but I haven't seen it nearly as many times as I've seen one through four. Yeah. True. What about it's Vibe? pretty good also because uh, Hulk Hogan's in it. <laughs> Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have uh, another one. Actually, this is kind of a little lame, but I like Forrest Gump. Um, kind of how likes Forrest Gump. Jedi. No, you know the beginning has the feather kind of coming in, and then at the end it has the fe- you know he's sitting there with little Forrest, 
Which, by the way, <laughs> how did he not die? Because I think Jenny died. Jenny died of the HIV, and how did he not get that passed on? He's one of those miracle kids that is like immune to the HIV virus. Yeah. I think, I think and he's a robot too from AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's or maybe it gave him. Oh, that's how he got the power to see dead people. Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All comes full circle. Um, no, I, I like I think, how it ends with the feather kind of, you know, how it started, and then it ends kind of with the feather going, you know, up in the air rather than versus when it comes down at the beginning. I don't know. I, I love Forrest Gump. It's one of my favorite movies, and then. A couple other ones. I have uh, the ending of Inception. I thought was really cool when the uh, if you guys remember the they spin the top because that was his uh, like token or whatever that made him realize yeah that he, he was a uh, in a dream or not. And you never really know. I guess you know when the movie ends if he if it was a dream or not in a dream if he was a uh, whatever. Yeah, they left uh, it up to or, to the audience to decide right. for themselves. I like when movies yeah. do that. Yeah, I hate when movies cool. do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that that was the cool part of that. It was, it it didn't matter whether it was a dream or not. I think that was the point. Like, so whether you wanted to go one way or the other, like it, it didn't really matter. Like, totally yeah, recall. It, it, also, it was also fun because it drove people insane. For right. no reason. exactly, just like Total Recall. And then the last but not least, um, I Total think Re- all the Born, the Born, the Jason Bourne movies, all every every single one. At the ending, um, before the Mo- before Moby starts playing, <laughs> uh, I thought they were all really cool how they ended. Especially number two, when I, I believe he's uh, talking to Pamela Landy, and he he uh, he says something along the lines of, "Why don't you get some rest? You look pretty tired." And she kind of like looks around, and then it just kind of ends, and, it, and then it plays the movie. <laughs> and I love how that one ends, and, and all of them. The, w- the way they all end, I think, are really cool. But I, I mean, I really love the Bourne movies. I thought they were really good. And that's all I got. Bourne movies are good. My biggest complaint—it's not even a complaint—is they all are exactly the same. So I couldn't tell you what happens in which movie. And I don't know if maybe that's a good thing. It's just like one trilogy or quadrilogy. I don't know how many movers there are, but. Um, I love them too. I just couldn't tell you what happens in what. They they kind of doubled up on some of the actors there because in the in the second movie you had um, oh, Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had Matt Damon in all three movies, <laughs> so so that made it you know that made it difficult to begin with. Um, they they brought Julia Stiles back. Like was she in all three? I don't even remember. I think she was. Um, in all I know three. she was yeah. in the third one. But yeah, you had uh, oh, Ben Affleck. The guy from uh, X-Men 2, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Uh, Magneto. The the other bad guy. Um, Oh, damn it. Brian... uh, Wilson. Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Cox. So so you had Brian Cox, but then you also had Albert Finney in the last one. And those they're kind of like the same actor. They're both great actors, but they're kind of interchangeable. So that just made it a lot more confusing. Mm. Yeah. Brian, Brian, Cox. Like <laughs> Brian Cox is the most irritable man in every single movie. <laughs> I oh, was hell. I was killing Kong back then when you were so sucking your mama's titty. Like in every <laughs> single movie. <laughs> Give me this goddamn soap. <laughs> yeah. He always yeah, he always plays like the rogue government agent too. Yeah. Yeah. He had a great turn in Glimmer Man. <laughs> I don't know. He was a great dad in the ring. He was in the ring. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. he was 
Yeah, it's kind of a weird character. Yeah. Well, he wasn't weird when he played Hannibal Lecter. So, oh wait, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Really? That's good. You should watch it. Yeah, I only saw the shitty one, The Red Dragon. Michael Manhunter. Michael Manhunter. <laughs> Right, Silence of the Lambs is still by far the best, but yeah, yeah, Manhunter is better than the Hannibal or the Red Dragon or whatever it was called. Um, so is that second, your list? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Brian, sorry. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> okay, crossover moment. Uh, what are your favorite movies that involve eating people? <laughs> Return of the Jedi. The Ewoks are going to eat Han Solo. Oh, nice. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, I got one. <laughs> Go, Brad. Go. Well, Spaceballs, I don't know if it's considered eating eating someone. It's a thing. Pizza the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I can't. <laughs> nice. Well, boss, you're delicious. <laughs> pizza, baby, you're delicious. <laughs> Better watch out, or else pizza's going to send out for, for you. you. Uh, Scott, what do you got? Hmm, eating people. Does the thing count? No. Not the thing? Uh, oh, hold on. People they're not eat. people eating people. It's alien eating people. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. He's absorbing their genetic material, to be precise. Yeah. <laughs> people eating people. <laughs> people. People eating people. Just say Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I'll, I'll let Alex say Silence of the Lambs. I'm not going to say Silence of the Lambs. And then I'll say, I'll say Silence of the Lambs. All right. I was going to say either Soylent Green or uh, Cannibal the Musical. I love both of those. Mm. Cannibal the Musical? What's that? <laughs> it's like uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker's like thesis movie that they had in college, but it's uh, it's it's had a cult following for a number of years. It's really good. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, Alex, go ahead. Your contribution to the exit scene of The Godfather. Well, like most things, <laughs> the scene reminds me of The Simpsons, <laughs> where they, one of their later episodes was when uh, Fat Tony's son, who's of course named Michael, had to take over for some of his duties and stuff, but he didn't w- be- want to become a mobster. He wanted to become a baker. But he baked like these poison brownies and stuff, and then he told Lisa... Oh, it was an accident. At least, like, it was an accident, right? And then he goes, he goes in, and Kearney like closes the door on Lisa, just like in the movie. And then she just goes up, cl- closes the door, and she opens the door, and they're all playing like Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kearney comes back up, gives her a dirty look, and closes the door again. Nice. I thought that was one of the better gags that they had. My favorite Simpsons Godfather moment is the crossover one moment. <laughs> All right, fine. Crossover moment. Call it. All right, well, name the crossover then. <laughs> I it. ate the whole play of Dingo Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine is when um, Troy McClure is dating someone. He has the fish, <laughs> yeah. the fish fetish. <laughs> I thought you said he was dead. No, what I said was he sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> oh, God, that's priceless. I don't know how they came up with him. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, then he says, I ate the whole plate of Dingo Magoo, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right after that. that yeah. Oh, Tony, no. Tony. One of my other favorites was when Homer gets uh, Lisa a horse, <laughs> and then she wakes up in the morning, <laughs> opens the covers, and then the horse head is right there, but the horse is alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't? No. Oh, that was great. 
the, the, cl- the clown college. Uh, <laughs> my second favorite Simpsons episode. <laughs> just, just, just at the very end, he only owes him like what is it like fifty bucks or something like that, and he gives him like like a hundred. Yeah, and then he gets change. This old Italian stereotype. What is it the? <laughs> The one with the Comic-Con and Luke Skywalker, or Mark Hamill, I should say, is on stage. and oh, yeah. A brawl breaks out of something here. Shut up, Hamill. You didn't even finish Jedi school. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, the Simpsons. Yeah, use the fork. Okay, so another one of my um, things, I went off on the uh, you know great endings tangent as well. And one that really hit home, probably because I was just so young. And it right, hold, really... uh, hold this thought. I think it's time for a beer break. <laughs> Alright, is everyone back and ready? Yep, I got my drinky. Alex, continue. So, another movie that I thought, like, that had an ending that blew my mind, probably because I was so young when I watched it, was Total Recall, that we've already mentioned a little bit before. (laughs) Recall! Because, yeah, he goes into the machine, and the whole, you know, I bought the whole thing, and it's like, oh, of course, you know, he escaped, he got the wrong implant and everything, and he's really on Mars and stuff. And then he's like... Well, I just had a disturbing thought. What if this is really is a dream? <laughs> that, like, blew my freaking mind. I was like, whoa, I didn't even think of that. So I thought that was a great ending. So was he Hauser or was he Quaid? I believe he was not Hauser. You're he not me. I'm you. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no shit. Which is one of my, you know, I believe all of our, one of our favorite sci-fi movies of all time. If not... Then uh, certainly one of our favorite Arnold movies of all time. It's the, yeah. first, it's the first movie that wish that made me wish I had three hands. <laughs> it didn't make me wish I had five kids to feed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Screw you, Benny! <laughs> oh, I'm coming for you, baby. Uh, Benny was the heart and soul of that movie. There, I said it. <laughs> three, three hands and two wieners. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that, but okay. <laughs> Think about it. All right. Um, what do you got, Jeff? <laughs> you're, you're done? Uh, yeah. I w- actually, I, we got done with our Simpsons talk. I was going to bring up a lot more uh, Simpsons quotes, but we got our crossover moment in. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, that's fine. All right. Segway, nice segue in there. All right. Cool. Um, so, yeah, the end of Godfather. Freaking awesome. One of my favorite movies of all time. Scott picked a really awesome scene here. Um, and as he was talking about, kind of parallel to the end of The Godfather Part 2. At the end of the first one, I think he is doing it protect his family, right? Like, she can't know about it. Everything is to protect. But then by the end, he's gotten so... And I think as bad as The Godfather 3 is, it kind of talks about this. But he was so determined to protect his family that he pretty much right, lost his family, right? I mean, right. You don't protect your family by killing your brother. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't make sense. And he, and he and, immediately regrets it. Yeah. Even if he, even if he still thinks he needed to do it. Yeah, for making a mistake too. It wasn't even like he was a bad guy. He's just a numbskull. Like it's, but he had gone so far over the edge, and you know, and not only he kills his brother, he loses his wife. You know. Um, yeah, but by then she was wearing those stupid, you know, lady power suits and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So he deserved to lose it, right? I was like, all right. <laughs> he dodged the bullet right there. God damn. <laughs> By the third one, she was wearing full-blown, like, Blossom outfits. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Moving on. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. 
Um, yeah, so I love that movie. So I started thinking about, um, well, two things. Like, cold, cold-hearted characters from from films and stuff, and then just really good endings that I liked as well. Endings that I thought ended perfectly. Um, so, the, District 9, I think I mentioned this before, but that scene at the end where he, you know, you see that he is a full-blown alien, and he's and you see before that the, his wife has a little flower made out of the, the trash or whatever, and you see that him making it. That's like one of those, you don't expect that ending in a movie like that. And I just thought that was a perfect ending to that. And that kind of goes back to what I say, I hope there's never a sequel, because it just ended perfectly. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Wait. Yeah. Can I guess one of your endings? Sure. Ooh. Dark Knight Rises? No. Oh, damn it. That is a good one, though. <laughs> Well, almost the ending. I think it should have ended. Is All right, it? I'll talk about that. I thought it ends right there. No, I don't remember exactly. I guess. Yeah. So I really like the end, the part where Alfred, as cheesy as it is, Alfred's at the little diner, and he's sipping on his Fernet Branca. <laughs> Fernet Branca. <laughs> what does it taste like, Scott? <laughs> Chinese <laughs> medicine. <laughs> I found you, Mister White. Oh God. So, Brian, you have to do your, your uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I can't do it, Mr. White. <laughs> it's it's, it's, like, it's like Morgan Freeman's our guest right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel so well-informed that he explained this whole episode to me. <laughs> but, yes, that scene at the end, and he looks over, and he sees uh, Batman or Bruce Wayne. And uh, just it almost could have ended with him not not showing who it was, you just wouldn't know, and just by the look on his face. Oh, that but I'm glad cool. they showed. I mean, it's all right they showed it. I just wish that would have been the end of the movie, not Robin swinging into the Batcave. And oh yeah, that's how yeah. it ended. I, I thought that whole it's it's a Batman movie. It's not about ah, whatever. That's a whole other discussion. Uh, also, he's gonna go through some shit if he's gonna look like Ben Affleck. Serio. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> Way um, put on all that makeup to look like uh, Bruce Willis. That's true. Looper or Gooper. Gooper. <laughs> Gooper. Um, Where's Max Fleischer? Why hasn't he done Gooper yet? Yeah. Where's he when you need him? Yeah. Another ending I liked is Braveheart with um, Robert the Bruce kind of going out there. And, you know, this is one of those that the, the protagonist fails, but he inspires somebody else to do the right thing. And I just really liked that of... He's supposed to be going there to be, you know, given his crown, but instead he's going to basically take his crown. I really dig the end of that movie. And um, the other one, this is pretty pretty much obvious if you know me, the end of the very first Star Wars. <laughs> just, Wait, just, you like Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That last 30 seconds of the, you know, of the Death Star Trench and, you know. Yeah. I'm going to say when uh, Han looks at down Leia's blouse. Oh, well, yeah. No, the, well, I'm getting there. <laughs> Whoa. So the whole final Death Star thing with, you know, Han Solo coming in, Obi-Wan talking to Luke, name it, you know. Just all that. It's just perfect editing. Yeah. Yeah. Sun. yeah, it gives you goosebumps. Yeah, every single time, you know. Great shot, kid. That's one in a million. And then, okay, it's a couple seconds. And then the ceremony scene, which seems so ridiculous to have that at the end of the movie but it works every single time I get all happy and I feel like I'm a little kid again just watching that and 
Well, it makes no the, sense. The two whitest people in the galaxy getting medals. Of course you're excited. <laughs> yeah. And yes, uh, Han Solo does sneak a peek down. Uh, Leia's <laughs> blouse when getting the medal. Jeez, who wouldn't? Those were hey, bountiful back then. Yeah, he, he earned it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, Luke didn't look. Don't get excited. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then the last thing I have is really not an ending, but just a parallel to cold-blooded people. And... Um, this is relatively new. Is so it about Lizardmen? <laughs> no, it's not about Lizardmen. <laughs> oh. It is about Breaking Bad. Oh. And just, yeah. <laughs> Do I have to wear your muffs? Uh, no, because I'm not going to talk about particular scenes. So, okay. spoiler alert, but not really. I'm just going to say, you, everyone knows it's about a guy who's normal, <laughs> breaks bad, starts selling meth, and just, he he pretty much turns into Michael in this movie. He's He's doing it to save his kids, his family, to get them money, and he just ends up losing everything because of it. And it's pretty much, in a weird way, kind of the same story. And he has some of those frightening scenes with his wife where, you know, he says some terrible things and he gives her the, you know, it's exactly the same thing. And uh, But in a TV show, and it's, I don't know, just that much better. I think that's why everyone loves that show, or loved it. It's Sadly, it's over. <laughs> um, but yeah. That is mine. Um, my list of stuff that I came up with. Okay, I've, I've just a couple more I'd like to get to here. Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, I was actually going to talk about the, the Star Wars ending, but yeah, that was that's my favorite point in the movie. Um, just when the whole fight on the Death Star begins. But uh, anyways, the red five standing by. What the? <laughs> when it begins or when it ends? <laughs> well, just that, but that whole that whole sequence basically. Okay, <laughs> favorite part of the movie, but the favorite like scene is when when yeah when Hansel is flying out of the sun and okay. shoots the one, and the other Tie Fighter like forgets how to fly. His... Look out! Yeah, yeah. For some what? reason, yeah. What? <laughs> so Han doesn't actually shoot Vader or the other one. <laughs> so um... no, I thought he shot one of them. He shot one and blew it up. The other one just freaked out, bounced <laughs> yeah. on the wall, and then bounces into Vader. Yeah, he goes, look out, I'm going to hit you! Yeah. yeah. And those are the two guys that Vader, like, handpicked. Yes. You guys, come with <laughs> me. supposed to be, like, the elite of the elite pilots. Because you guys are the best. You even, you're even dressed like me. Let's go. <laughs> um, Actually, crossover moment. Boom. All right. So this, make, this crossover moment is... Brought to you by... Brought to you by Jägermeister and Red Bull. <laughs> Uh, moments in movies or TV shows that you totally misunderstood as a kid. Like, you just didn't realize what was going on. And for me, it was the whole Death Star blowing up. I l- did not understand really what was going on other than this ships flying and stuff. When those guys in the Death Star, are, they're now in range, and they start pulling the levers. They're, you know, they're going to blow up Alderaan. I thought they were the ones that were blowing up the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought his down there was kind of like a trigger mechanism for them because it, if you watch the editing it kind of ends that way like the last lever pulls and when that sound effect ends it cuts away and it blows up I don't know I'm not very bright and I wasn't I was even less brighter see as a kid <laughs> and I don't know that always when I watch it now I always laugh at how stupid I was but eh okay, I'm assuming so, you guys have something like that so I saw Pulp Fiction basically when it came out, and a lot of it was over my head, but I didn't like have an, a, a different idea about what things were, except for the part when Uma Thurman ODs. I didn't realize she was snorting, snorting heroin 
Like I barely, I barely even knew like what cocaine would be. Um, so I, I couldn't figure out why she got so sick just by snorting a little bit of cocaine. It wasn't until years and years and years later that I realized, oh. After you set up your network. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did that give you the inspiration? Funny guys. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I was like four when I thought mine happened. You were what, like 14? No, no, no. I would have been 11, what? 10, 11. All right, still a little old. But I guess maybe not too old to know what different drugs are. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Brian? You know she was going to chase the dragon. I know yeah, Brian's I, got a lot of movies. Yeah, he still doesn't know what goes on. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm trying to think of something, and I can't. All right, Alex. Uh, I can't think of anything either. Oh, Jesus. No. Yeah, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, Brian thought episode one was good. Yeah, he didn't understand the movie. <laughs> he, was, he was very confused on that point. Oh, no, that's the one I had. The The new A-Team movie, well, it wasn't that I didn't know what was going on, but I didn't because the editing was just so bad in that last action sequence. It was awful because they kept like going back to flashbacking to the plan and what was going on and then back to the present and then... Instead of these two steel marbles, they're cars, and it, it was just all over the fucking place. And I was, like, very happy that it was over. Okay. Okay. You were, like, in your 20s when that movie came out. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad the editing was in that last scene, <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. Let's watch that I last like scene a, and YouTube it. I like Alex said he understood it, but he didn't. Yeah. yeah. It was like, well, they're getting the bad guy with this plan, but I don't know what the plan is. No, the plan's pretty retarded. Did it come together? Something. All right. <laughs> Go, Brian. Go, Brian. Rain of fire. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> rain of fucking fire. I was hoping you'd bring that up. <laughs> yeah. Was, was this the movie you hated the most while you were watching it in the theater? I think so. Jesus. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Really? Uh, who's that guy? <laughs> what did that guy say when I say who's that guy? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think anybody in the entire theater was confused about how you felt about the movie. <laughs> That's true. All right, go ahead with your list, Scott, or whatever you were going to talk about. Okay. Uh, where was I? Drugs. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the the end of the huge spoilers. If, Game of Thrones spoilers, everybody. Bum, bum, the bum, the bum, end bum. of uh, last season of Game wiener, of Thrones. It would have been episode. Wiener, 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 wieners next to each other. All right, go ahead. Party, wiener, party. Party, 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 wiener. <laughs> uh, pizzas will be on their way soon. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, the pizzas yeah, are coming. Yeah. Oh, fuck it, we'll push Thanksgiving back into December. Mark, <laughs> uh, oh. still got it. So, you, the, to, you okay, Brandon? What happened there? No, I saw, sorry, going back to the other question, I remember in Goonies about uh, when I think uh, Mouth goes, <laughs> um, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, that's President Kennedy, you idiot. And I, I think I, I didn't know what that meant at first, but. Yeah, I got it now. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it on West Wing? It was before <laughs> West Wing. <laughs> oh. ah. He goes, that was President Kennedy, you idiot. I don't know. 
All right, we get it. Yeah, yeah. but then sorry, that's what I just remembered. Yeah, the uh, flip it remark. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of moments in movies that you watch where like it's, there's stuff that as a kid you don't know what they're talking about, and then you later on you <laughs> what's going on in this episode? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so uh, the end of the third season of Game of Thrones. Wiener, uh, wiener, wiener. <laughs> I'll be wiener. And, and it would have been it would have been. Uh, the ninth episode, so it wasn't completely the end, but the whole Red Wedding thing, that was just, I've, I've never quite seen, maybe in Walking Dead or Breaking Bad, which I need to catch up on both of those, uh, there's something similar like that that happens, but just completely gut-wrenching like sequence where they end multiple storylines, and it just reinforces the whole thing from the first season with Sean Bean, that nobody is safe. Um, like I, I'd read the book, so I knew what was going to happen ahead of time. I think Alex did as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did or not, Jeff. Um, I don't read. Yeah, I know. I know Brian hadn't read the books. He so, can't read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's true. laughs> so, just for from TV or movie, I can't quite remember anything that kind of compares to it. Um, Nothing compares. All right, sorry. <laughs> Easy, Sinead. Sinead. <laughs> Sinead. Sinead. Uh I mean, did you did you guys freak out when you saw it? I I know like there was a lot of reactions to it. Like I, people I worked with said they couldn't sleep that night, and people were like really upset. Well, you know, I think you know Leah had just given uh, birth and everything, and uh, when that dude started stabbing the pregnant belly, <laughs> why was that funny? That freaked me the hell out. That's what got me the most, because I was fully prepared for the scene. I knew it was going to happen, but when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, damn!" Yeah, I so first, I, I was a little behind, and Annie tells me, you know, because she reads all the internet crap, and she's like, "You got to watch this episode." And I finally watched it, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And yeah, I mean, it is now that I'm a parent, it's a little uh, disturbing, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, even so. if you're not a parent, it's pretty, it's pretty disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Stabbed right in the baby maker. Yeah. Yeah, like the whole season, I know people would told me, you know, shit's getting real. This shit's getting real. So I kind of expected something, and I thought his character was kind of, he was ripe for being his character, Rob. I, I, so I kind of expected it, and I expected that guy to be the, the one to betray him. But I just did not expect, like, yeah, his wife, his kids, his mom, like everything. And, it's and just, not that it's, way. And Rob is just like a... Uh... Edard, people kept telling him, "Dude, please don't do this." I know, what, you know, it's yeah, morally correct, warned, but if you do this, times, it's yeah. not gonna be, it's not gonna be good times. And yeah, it was not Stark. <laughs> yeah, I oh, watched um, episode one. I was kind of going back and watching. The I Phantom episode... <laughs> No, not of Star Wars, of <laughs> Game of Thrones and Walking Dead the other day, and. Everyone's dead. Like <laughs> you go back, I don't even know who these people are. Like in Walking, De- in Walking Dead, especially, I'm like, oh, okay. There's Rick and his son. Like I don't. Everybody else is pretty much. I don't want to give too many other spoilers away, but pretty much everyone else is dead. And same thing with Game of Thrones. Like the family, they're like doing archery practice or whatever. And I'm like, dead, dead, crippled, dead. You guys have <laughs> seen. No I've seen penis. That, that picture, uh, right? I'm dead. <laughs> Where people go Great. through, people go through like uh, George R. R. Martin's books, and they put like a post-it note on as a bookmarker in every page that somebody got killed, and it's just littered with post-it <laughs> notes. 
It's sad. Like that's it's the only awesome. time you see the, them together as a family, and it's not very long. And then after that, it's like pfft. seriously, it's dead, dead, crippled, dead, dickless, raped, and dead. I think <laughs> if you go look at the family, it's like oh, and abandoned, and a bastard. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Okay. That's what makes it good. Anything uh, else, Scott? Uh, finish this up with uh, actually the last part of a video game. Uh, talked a little bit about this before. Half Life Two. You finally get to the Citadel, and you're getting. You wind up with a souped-up gravity gun, and just that whole time, it's just pure, just badass going around, like throwing dudes around with that gun. I remember a video game that kind of rewarded the player quite like that. Um, normally, you, you know, the reward is, oh, you finally beat the final boss, and that's it. This is, okay, you went through everything else in the game, now go beat some ass with this badass gun. It's it just one of my favorite moments in, in gaming, for sure. So, yeah, uh, that will pretty much round out my list. Uh, All right, sounds good. Anyone else have any other things they would like to talk about before we move on? Going once. Say Alex. <clears throat> So, what about what about the ending of um, Rookie of the Year? He catches, <laughs> he catches the fly ball and then he punches at the camera and you see his uh, ring. <laughs> awesome! Yeah. I should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You won't so find a lot. Of, you won't find a lot of other podcasts where people talk about Rookie of the Year, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so this is Rowan Gardner, Harden Bruber. Falling out so many levels. No, it's not. It is. It kind of funky is. Funky butt loving. Did you just say funky butt loving? Or, or a uh, Alex? What about a uh, Sandlot? You guys, you go. Come on, Sandlot. <laughs> that was the quote. You, that was the quote you chose from Sandlot. That's right. Wow. That was the quote you're going with. That's right. <laughs> Remember the the Jets stole home. The Jets stole home, and then he looks up and he sees his friend who's the announcer. Oh, uh, and he gives him the thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. it's very terrible. And he still has the chewed up ball that was chewed up by old Hercules. <laughs> All right. Sandlot <laughs> is a great movie. We should, we should uh, try to. Why didn't it. you just tell me? I would have gotten the ball for you. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, going, going twice. <laughs> Sold. All right, we are done. It's time for Neum News. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, any uh, news topics you'd like to drop on us today? I have a small tidbit. All right. Tidbit. I saw a, a trailer for a current or a soon-to-be-coming-out Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that looks like it's not a total piece of crap. Is it star Gina Carano? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish. It's called uh, Sabotage. And I was watching the trailer thinking, oh, you know, it's going to be another stupid Arnold movie. But it seems like it was directed by the same dude that did Training Day. So it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, I actually saw it. it looked pretty good. Yeah. But this is la- I haven't seen the one where he breaks out of prison yet. It actually looks decent. I want to see that. But that- I liked his one where he was a sheriff, that terrible Last Stand. Last Stand. Oh, I, I enjoyed I, that movie I haven't a seen lot, that movie so. yet. I haven't seen any of his recent movies yet. We only have like one, right? Or two now. Yeah, yeah if that- you don't count Expendables, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Last Stand. You guys should watch it. Maybe we'll make that a movie night. I'll we'll watch it or something. Nice. I like cool, that yeah, that, I saw that trailer looked good. I also saw a trailer for a Godzilla movie. I didn't know they were making that, but... Yeah, the teaser for it looks... Uh, well, yeah, I've only seen the teaser, and I think they did a really good job of designing 
at least a silhouette of the Godzilla monster. Being an artist, that's what I look at. But it looked pretty cool. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, it looks interesting. Uh, you guys seen the uh, commercials for that Klondike? Um, I think it's a series on Discovery with uh, Rob Stark. No. Uh, it looks pretty cool. It's uh, from uh, actually Ridley Scott's doing it, and uh, it's based on the um, ah crap, not forgot what it was. On the, oh the Yukon, and it's yeah, stars him and a couple other people. Actually, oh, Tim Yukon, 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 Yukon. <laughs> so it's yeah, it Gold Rush. Yeah, pretty much, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, Rob Stark in it. <clears throat> That's cool. Oh, the guy needed a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, that was my tidbit. I was just very surprised that Arnold's going to be in a like serious good movie. Hopefully. Yeah, it looked pretty good. Well, the only thing left for him is to win an Academy Award. <clears throat> that ain't ever going to happen. Lifetime achievement. Ooh. Nope. Scott, any news? Uh, a couple uh, movies I want to talk about. Uh, they're both were kind of off my radar. One of them I hadn't heard anything about at all, kind of snuck up. Um, first is a, a Tom Cruise movie that'll be coming out next year called The Edge of Tomorrow that looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Um, there's, some, there's some weird thing with time travel, and he's in, like, an exoskeleton, kind of like in Elysium, I guess. Uh, it looks a lot better than Oblivion, which I didn't see. Um, but I the, the Oblivion trailer was boring to me. I didn't want to see the movie. Yeah, it was decent. Uh, but the, the Edge of Tomorrow trailer was cool. It's got Emily Blunt in it, uh, so that's always good. Um, yeah, you like anything with Blunt, don't you? Zing! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's uh, a Wachowski's uh, movie coming out next year called uh, Jupiter Ascending, which looks pretty great. Uh, yeah, with Mila Kunis. It's a Mila Kunis, and it's got, um, what's his face? Channing Tatum, who I'm not the biggest fan of, but as long as he doesn't have to do any of the heavy lifting, I think he's usually pretty okay. He's um, got elf ears. That doesn't hurt. It's, it's, uh, I think that's a different movie. No, it's that one. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't notice in the trailer. Is it um, one of the Wachowski dudes a girl now? Yes. yes. It's the Dude. Wachowski siblings now, officially, I guess, or just the Wachowskis. Oh, God. That happened, like, years ago. Yeah, what was the last time they did anything? Matrix? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Cloud Atlas, Cloud Atlas Cloud yeah. Atlas. That was last year. I, Brian was right. Speed, Matrix? Speed, <laughs> Speed Racer was not so good. It was all right. But, I enjoyed Speed Racer. Uh, yeah, Cloud Atlas was good. Uh, this looks really good. Um, it's got Sean Bean, so it's only a matter of time before he dies in the movie somehow. Uh, it's either Scene Bean or Sean Bond. Pick one. <laughs> Scene being thank you because you don't get bond out of ban uh, <laughs> so yeah just uh two movies that I, I usually try to follow uh movie news and both of those i just completely miss somehow um and all of a sudden these trailers are popping up uh, so yeah those look pretty cool cool um the only thing i have is actually the hobbit i guess it's opening midnight tonight as we speak right mm-hmm um, I kind of, as a huge Lord of the Rings fan, I kind of forgot because I didn't like the first one. Did you first read the Hobbit books? movie that much? Yes, those are the books I actually have read <laughs> a few times. But I f- didn't even know this was happening for some reason. That, that slipped off my radar, and then all of a sudden today, everyone was like, "You gonna go see it tonight?" And I was like, "Uh, no, but I'm gonna go see it." 
So a, mid- a midnight showing for a three plus hour movie. Uh, there's no way I could do that anymore. Yeah. Get to a anymore. I would say we did it for all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> back yeah. In the day. That was yeah. Those oh, the last man. movies we did midnight showings for, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I said, I didn't like the first one, but I heard this one is a lot better. Um, you didn't like the first one? No, I'm not saying I didn't like it. It just did not hold up to like the original Lord of the Rings for me. Well, because it isn't Lord of the Rings; it's The Hobbit. I know, but I well, still expect no, the even, same even thing. the books. Even the books have a completely different feel to them. Well, no, I, 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 I understand. See what Jeff, I see what Jeff's saying. Like it, it didn't have that that same magic. The whole yeah. time you're, you're sitting there through Lord of the Rings, you're like sitting there with your jaw open, or jaw open, your mouth open, just in awe of everything that's going on. Just, everything's like super cool. And then The Hobbit was fun, but didn't have that many great moments. Yeah, I think it's mainly the dwarfs. They made them too. I, I know they are like this in the book, so but bumbling and just yeah, all a lot that of stuff. them were like really goofy, and even the makeup made them just look kind of. Like Dopey, more, yeah. maybe more than they needed to. Um, but the main dwarf is like GQ. Yeah. <laughs> he walks in, he's like backlit like Jesus. And he walks into <laughs> he walks into Bilbo's pad for the first time and he's you know, he's super broody and <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kinda of funny. He's a bit too yeah. elfish, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. And the uh, second one I mean I heard they're uh from the trailers I've seen, they're taking a lot of Artistic license here with stuff that never happened in the books, but yeah, like what, tell, like, there's whatever. A, like the whole romance with Legolas. Yeah, like, well, the fact that Legolas is even in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, it, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> uh, but whatever. I mean, I understand. I mean, if they're going to pad out the movie, you might as well put in characters that we like and action scenes, I guess. So we'll see. I'm obviously reserve judgment till I see it, but I'm looking forward to it. I'll probably catch it early next week. Yeah, um, I hope, hope to see it in the theaters. Yeah, yeah, we should all go after work or something. Um, that's all I got for news. I really haven't been paying too much attention, <laughs> so maybe there's something else out there that we're missing. But um, I have a question. Actually, maybe you guys can answer it. Right. You guys think about this Bitcoin stuff going on? Yeah, I just heard about that today. What the hell is that? I know a little bit about it. It's it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Like yeah, you, it's hard. Like I have no idea how you actually get bitcoins, but I've I've heard people talk about how. You can't spend them on anything like, like if you want to buy a Tesla car or something, they'll take the bitcoins. But that's about the only way to get rid of them. Like they may be worth a lot if you actually have them, but you can't you can't do anything with them. From what I've been told. Yeah, I mean, from my understanding, is you have to just. It's all about CPU cycles, and you just have to have these program running on your computer. And after every so many CPU cycles, you earn a coin, and then it exponentially gets harder to earn the coin. Something like that. It seems like a really waste of energy, from what I've been told. <laughs> and these algorithms that you're solving, it's not like you're trying to like break genetic code or look. It's just like no, we're just wasting CPU power. I, it's really weird, but I know it's getting popular out there. Um, I don't know how popular, but yeah. So answer your question, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I heard Scott, someone bought like a Tesla with. Some Bitcoin or something like that. Yeah, like the Tesla people are taking the Bitcoins for some reason. <laughs> Please buy our cars. Yeah, they, they don't explode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> I heard someone told me at work there are certain pizza places that will take them, like privately owned, mom and pop, like probably up in the in Silicon Valley or something. But... Pizza Freddy's? <laughs> yeah, Pizza Freddy's. Yeah. Oh, I was just there it's last weekend. Shit. So good. All right, anything else? Brian, do you have anything? 
Thank Perchance. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Yep. All right. Well, we're not done yet. Alex has to tell us what we're talking about next week. Next week, I thought we would talk about um, on a more TV-related topic, where <clears throat> sometimes they would have like a guest come into uh, a certain episode or something, but that guest was like so good. They played it not just because of who they are, but they played the character so well that he like entirely just stole the episode. And it's, did they get a spinoff? No, not a spinoff. It's it's just okay. We're gonna have you on for this one episode, but he just he just steals the show for the just that one episode. Like Roy from The Simpsons. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking more of my favorite Simpsons episode, Serpico from The Simpsons. Oh yes. <laughs> Hank Scorpio. Hank Scorpio. Yeah, that's the one. Not Scorpio. Man, I'm drunk. <laughs> uh, variety shows. I'm assuming like SNL doesn't count, right? Like, because or does it? Uh, like with Alex so, Baldwin. Because sometimes, yeah. yeah, the guests like are the guests are awesome like, on there. They they can completely suck too. Like, what's his face? Olympic swimmer. Phelps. Yeah, Phelps. He blew <laughs> on SNL. All right. He's a great champion, and he tooks great on the bong. See, you can still smoke weed and become an Olympic champion, kids. <laughs> you did crack and beat me. <laughs> so you're not talking about, like, top of the heap with what's-his-name from Friends? <laughs> Dude, that was on Parenthood Children. No, because that was, like, they tried to force a spinoff <laughs> so many Married with Children episodes. God damn it. Yeah, see, I was going to ask, maybe we should talk about it. I'll save it for next week. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is – I have, may have to do some research, but I don't want to do research. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, Brian. Um, thanks, Brian. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, B-Ray. Hopefully we have you on again, and uh, Probably thanks not. for listening. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for Neum News. <laughs> so ridiculous. Laughing. I, thought that was, I thought that was Scott laughing for a second. No. Yeah, I thought it was Scott. <laughs> it's been Jeff the whole time. I know.